0: Hello everyone, my name is Richard, that's Tom, this is Terrifying Tom, and this week we are watching the 2001 film, The Others, intro. What's your favorite scary movie? Yo, Slim Shady. Yo, voice 5-9. Y'all wanna make a movie? Bro, we got the film right, right yeah,
1: here. Yeah, I'm one of them pretty rappers. Fuck if I really have it, i really slapped King Nigga Detroit, who they naming this? hammer, hard shit into your on the beat. Y'all want drama, wanna make a scary movie? Rappers coming
0: in with their team and carry shoes. You can jump right out of the screen and barely move me. We hard headed, directing a
1: story in it. Y'all want drama, wanna make a scary movie? Rappers coming in with their team and carry twoies You can jump right out of the screen and barely move me. We hard headed, directing a story in it. Y'all want drama, wanna make a scary movie. <laughs> that was coming in with a team carry toolies. You can jump right out of the screen and barely move me.
0: We are here. The and star <laughs> started it. Hello, and thank you once again for joining us on this uh tour through. Horror history. Yeah, I like the sound of that. That sounds good. It's got good uh, alliteration to it. So, as I said, this week we are watching the 2001 film The Others, uh, where a woman who lives in her old family house with her two photosensitive children becomes convinced that it is haunted. When Strange Things Begin to Happen. It stars Nicole Kidman, Christopher Eccleston, who I actually forgot was in this. Mm. Uh, check this name out. Fionula Flanagan. So, but Fionula... I should have taken time to pronounce that. It? Yeah, uh, seriously, F-I-O-N-N-U-L-A. How would you pronounce that?
1: Give me that. Finola.
0: Oh, because your pronunciation is so much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fionnila, Fionnila, Flanagan, we apologise uh, for the butchering of your name. Uh, and Alakina Man.
1: <laughs> Alakini Man? Alakini
0: Man. <laughs> um, it is directed by Alejandro Aminaba. which is strange because I always thought that this was a, uh, M Night Shyamalan film.
1: Because of the, what happens at the end.
0: Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's, And it was that era as well where he was, like, everywhere. Yeah. So it just it felt like... Right it just felt like an M Night film. Yeah. But... It sounds... It Yeah, but no, it wasn't. Mm. Yeah, so... First impressions, Tom, what did you make of this film? Do you, do, first of all, do you remember... Have you ever watched this film before?
1: I have, yes. I've been to the same world to see this film. So you
0: actually saw it when it was released? Day. Okay. And do you have many memories of it from then?
1: I remember liking it from back then, yep. I remember liking it. I remember finding it it scary. Mm -hmm. And I remember liking the ending.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we won't get to the ending just yet, but, um, you know, big, big reveal. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so so you remember you were scared by it when you first saw it? Yes. Okay. So when I told you that we were watching the others, how did you feel about it then?
1: Um... I was pretty happy to watch it again. It's been a long time since I saw it, probably, what? But you said 2001 it came out, so it's about 20 years, yeah.
0: It was released on the 2nd of November. So it missed the Halloween market. Just. Just just missed the Halloween. I mean, it came out just after it, but yeah, it it was released on the 2nd of November 2001. So you would have thought it would come out a little bit earlier for the... It
1: is a weird release date. Yeah.
0: Like you would have thought some point in October it would have come out for a... Unless they were trying not to be cliche, I mean, I'm not sure what other horror films would have been released in this year, 2001. You, would that have been Halloween? Would that have been re-released again? Well, Halloween, H2O, H2O, yeah. Uh,
1: I was gonna say Blair Witch, but I think that's a bit soon. I think that was late nineties, late nineties, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what other horror. I'm not sure what it 13 was Ghosts, with. maybe. God, that
0: film was terrible. Yeah, not great.
1: I'm trying. Uh, Ghost shit. I was gonna say Final Destination, but I think that might be.
0: I mean, there might have been one around then. I'm not sure. But, yeah, maybe they were just trying to get out of all of the noise. Or maybe
1: they're trying to release it closer to uh, Oscar season.
0: Well, actually, funny you should mention that. Um, I have this written down here. Um, What was it? Uh, Where have I written this? Ah, here we go. Um, This is why I think that they were trying to maybe get it out of the noise of the horror films a little bit, because they wanted it to be more of an artsy, like um like a, a noir kind of film, you know. I, can't, I can see
1: that
0: because it was nominated for two Baftas. There you so go. So it was actually nominated for awards. Mm. Um, so th- perhaps they were trying to make it a little bit more artistic.
1: Was it nominated for Oscars?
0: It wasn't nominated for any Oscars. No. Okay,
1: I can see why it's nominated for ba- Baftas though. Yeah, it's got British actors in it. It's yeah, a well, surefire way of being all nominated Yeah, <laughs> usually a good,
0: good symbol, isn't it? Plus, it was based I, in Britain.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think know. Nicole McQuinn was pretty big at that time, wasn't she? Really was one of the top kind of actresses. The, yeah,
0: peak of her power. I think
1: she was nominated for Best Actress for another film, I want to say. Uh, is it The Hours, maybe, I'm thinking of? But. Either next year or the year after that, she was. I uh, definitely have her best actress. I think.
0: Yeah, I think that this is the era where she's what, what is she Pauline, she's whatever. just broken up with Tom Cruise, right? And she's kind of out there on her own, yeah. But yeah. making waves. Eyes away, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's kind of at the peak of her powers at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, casting her in a horror film. Would give it a little bit more levity, I think, t- towards artistic rather than horror horror. You know.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people would have checked this movie out just because she was in it. Yeah, yeah. Even probably not horror people.
0: Yeah, no. A lot of a lot of fans, a lot of perverts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember watching this film. I didn't watch it at the cinema, but I remember watching it um, at home. Um, and I, I remember having poor impressions of it okay. uh, when I first watched it. I think it, that was because it was like, it came around with all that M Night Shyamalan stuff. So, you know, I mean, I told you while we were watching it, the twist, I knew right at the beginning what the twist was. Right, like, well, yeah, well, I didn't know. From the very first scene, I was like, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I knew, I knew exactly what was going on by that point. So... I, I remember not having such fond memories of this film for that reason. But watching it again this time around, I actually appreciate it a lot more. Oh, good. Um, and I think that I um, noticed a lot more that I didn't notice the first time around.
1: I think it's easy to pick that up. But then you said you knew the twist straight away. Yeah, so I, I, knew I don't know. The twist. But There I've... was a
0: lot. So later on in the film, when the husband comes back, yes, yes. there's a lot to appreciate in that. Um, section of the film that I don't think I really paid attention to the first time because I remember the first time I watched this film being confused by all of this even though I knew the twist it was like well what
1: yeah I sort I of agree end. with that from the same side but mm. um, obviously now I knew the twist going into it it was a lot easier to work out mm. stuff like that was going on when you know what the twist is
0: yeah um, well let's get into the film a little bit so we obviously start off on—it's the island of Jersey, right? Um, it's one of the Channel Islands. Um, just after World War Two, although it's not clear whether they still—giving away the ending a little bit here, aren't I? If I say something like this, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll circle back round to that actually. Yeah, we'll we'll circle back round. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure everyone has seen.
1: I don't think everyone's seen the others, mate. Especially younger or younger people.
0: Well, I mean, if they're listening to this, they're going to have spoilers anyway, aren't they? I mean, but but yeah, I'm 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 sure lots of people must have seen it. It's like ruining the twist for the Sixth Sense.
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's as popular as the Sixth Sense in you know.
0: Not as popular, no. I think
1: everyone has twisted that. Yeah, I would not say everyone has twisted this.
0: Mm.
1: I think everyone's seen this one. Okay,
0: well, I'm not sure. Anyway, anyway, it takes place on the Channel Islands, yeah. and we open with Nicole Kidman in her big manor house, and this this weird little Irish family, although only one of them's Irish, and they're not really a family, turn up for the housekeeping jobs, mm. and instantly we feel a little bit creepy because her kids need to be in complete darkness. Yeah. So every door must be locked before the preceding door is opened. Every set of curtains must be drawn closed if the children have any chance of walking through and things like that. So you get a creepy kind of vibe from the house. It's very—I um, don't want to say hammer horror, but like—it's
1: um, a nice way to keep everything dark.
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's a good—it's <laughs> a good way of avoiding the whole we need to see shit in daylight kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it all automatically makes the creepy vibe. Doesn't it? I think.
1: Yeah, and when it you do see daylight later on, it's quite scary. But we'll get onto that scene later.
0: Okay, I'm not sure what scene you're. Are you talking about the scene with all the the room with the mannequins?
1: The removal.
0: The removal. Ah yes 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 yes. See, you remember more of this film than I do. It's been a little. It was, it's actually been a couple of weeks since we watched this film, and now we're. Is it? Oh God, time flies. But now we're sitting down to record this podcast, and I'm trying to remember everything that we we're actually watching in this film. But um, yeah, so so so, what do you what do you make of the the overall ambiance of the film? Do you do you think that do you think that's a good plot device do you think it, it's a little bit cliche what do you think about it
1: I mean first of all the house is the only house and you see in this film <laughs> it's surrounded by land
0: I'm assuming that they're supposed to be a fairly rich family
1: yeah so right away you're in a you're in a scary looking house and in, in nowhere we're in a house which has to be dark all the time
0: It's always foggy
1: it's always foggy. Yeah. And you got that's a,
0: a plot device as well, isn't it? But, and like, you
1: just get a family just turning up out of nowhere. Just like
0: And then we find out through Nicole Kidman mm. that she hasn't even sent the advertisement off yet for the for the jobs that these yeah. people have come I mean to fill.
1: How would she have sent off Carrier pigeon at this time?
0: Well no, it would have been we still would have had post post posted <laughs> offices, yeah. I mean when was the I mean, the, the royal post office, I think, was towards the end of the 19th century. So I'm sure we would have had posts by this point. Right. But she talks about leaving, she found the advertisement in the letterbox still. The postman hasn't collected it yet. So could you tell me how you were uh, informed of this position if it hasn't even been advertised yet? And then the Irish lady, I'm assuming that's Fiona Nula um... It's quite an Irish name. Yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 she she informs them that she's worked in this house before. Yeah,
1: foreshadowing. 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 As most of this film is foreshadowing, foreshadowing. when you know the fucking twist of it. Sorry, where
0: The whole film is foreshadowing, basically, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, um, as we move through the film, the creepy things start to happen. It's it 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 follows the basic haunting plot. Mm. little things at first you know like I'm sure I left that there or I'm sure I locked this door and things can
1: I mention one key absolutely I don't know is it really that key to this film I don't know the the girl doesn't speak
0: oh the the um, one of the helper girls Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she doesn't talk no
1: but is it really that? <sighs> um. I think it's
0: really that important, but they, they do say, it, it does come up again later, but they, they she says that it was because of a trauma that she had yeah, and then yeah, she hasn't yeah. spoken since then. Um, obviously, that comes up again a bit later on. But, um, I mean, it's not necessary, I don't think. I mean, she could have spoken. It would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really need to draw attention to it. I don't really... Think that the film would have played any differently had that been a part or not? I think it's just something again that adds to the creepy factor, and then they can revisit it later on in the film, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I think it's because she obviously has the answer to this whole conundrum, but she can't talk. Yeah, that's you know.
0: Well, they all they all have the answer to the conundrum, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I mean, even the the, the 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 man who sleeps in the shed, <laughs> yeah. the the uh, the gardener. I mean, he he's in on it as well. They all they all know, don't they? I
1: mean, it's always you sort of have somebody in a horror movie yeah. that can't talk. Yeah, obviously, so, you know, all of the dogs, yeah. Uh, babies. Yeah, who
0: know what's going on? But again, this is what I was saying to you: is this cliche or is it like a well thought out part of the film? I don't know. I don't know it just I don't think the film would have played any differently had this character not even been in it to yeah. be honest with you Same. but but yeah um, but yeah so, so creepy things start happening it starts building up slowly at first and then starts getting more and more and more drastic as the film goes on which is basically the, 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 the theme of any horror film but then right in the middle of this building up towards tension we slam the brakes on and her husband returns, okay. I nice. Which... Again, I think that that might be why it confused me a little bit when I was younger, because we seem to be building up to this crescendo and she's accepted that our house is haunted and something's going on and something needs to be done. And then all of a sudden her husband comes back and she's like, there's no such thing as ghosts. Don't stop being so ridiculous and stuff like that. So we then we go all the way back down to the bottom again to build up again. I don't know. It just feels a bit of a weird break. But. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you think, but to me it just felt like it was a bit of a weird slam-on of the oh
1: uh, Yeah, I will say, watching it at the time, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but obviously when you watch it back, it does.
0: Yeah. But um, is, that, is that because you know the, the plot yes. twist now? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're watching it and you don't know the plot twist, then it just feels odd. Yeah, he's
1: only here for like five minutes, right? I
0: mean, it's probably about ten or yeah. something like that, but he spends most of it in bed, doesn't he? So. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just, if you don't know what's going on, it feels weird. If you know what's going on, it adds to the, you're like, ah, oh, okay. It adds to the flavor a little bit now, but yeah, to just, I mean, if you'd never watched this film before and then you just get that weird brake slamming, just going to be a bit odd really, isn't it? So, but yeah, I, I found that a bit weird anyway. So. Um, I'm rushing it's, through the plot a little bit here because it's hard to discuss this film without talking about the, the twist, obviously. So I'm trying to just work our way through the plot a little bit. Anyway, her husband comes home from the war. The war, World War II. And seems to be a bit of a manic depressive. Mm. Spends a lot of his time in bed, locked in his room doesn't really want to talk to his kids and his wife and all around acting a bit strange.
1: Yeah.
0: Obviously, we know why that is. And we'll get we'll circle back around to that again in a minute. But he's in there. They end up having a bit of a conversation. They end up doing the nookie, <laughs> which all horror films have. Um, and then he's gone again. He leaves. He just he leaves, and and then we're back to where we were with Nicole Kidman not believing in the ghosts. The kids, you know, trying to convince her that the house is haunted, and then everything starts ramping up again. Then we start moving towards the end of the film, where everything starts to come together a little bit, shall we say? And we start moving towards the twist of this film. And what is the twist, Tom? Would you like to talk us through the twist?
1: Uh So the twist of the film is Nicole Kidman and her kids are dead.
0: What? Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the twist, basically, yeah, and they're the ghosts.
0: Turns out that all the characters that we've been following are dead. dead. And the ghosts are actually the live people, and they're the ones that are being haunted by our main characters, which... Is a very good twist. It's a horror film from the perspective of the ghosts, which I think is a very, very interesting premise for a film.
1: Hello from the other side.
0: Ah, Adele, you're here. Nice for you to join us. Come, sit down. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to get to that point because now we can discuss this film a little bit more freely now that we've actually got into that. So, circling back round. So, we'll, we'll go back again to the woman that can't speak.
1: Yeah.
0: Why can't she speak? Because she's had trauma in her life. Yeah. What was the trauma? She died. She died yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Along with the other three, um, the other two uh, helpers that come into the film. They're, they're, they all died in a tuberculosis outbreak in, like, the early 20th century or something like that. So, they're there, basically, to help Nicole Kidman come to terms with the fact that she's dead and her children are dead
1: I mean I think they could have done it better I mean talking of the characters not the the reveal mm. that they're dead is pretty good I think how, how, uh, particularly how? the reveal that the three helpers are dead
0: what is the reveal
1: um, so they covered up the gravestones didn't they mm-hmm. um, their own gravestones their own gravestones which turns out, yeah, out to be them which the children Um, discover Mm -hmm. but we don't see that until Nicole Kimmins discovers the photograph we'll have to talk about what happened earlier in the movie when she found uh, the found the photo album of people that uh, are photographed dead
0: yeah yeah
1: Uh, there's yeah she finds a photo album of people is that in the
0: creepy room with the mannequins possibly yeah
1: she finds a photograph album of people who have died Um, I don't know who that was kept by Okay, people that live in the house or I don't well, know.
0: this this is the confusing thing. This is the thing I asked you. Like, so so if we go right back to the beginning of the film that I was I was going to spoil and then said no, we'll come back around to that. So this film takes place in 1945. Now, what isn't made clear is: do they still think the war is on, or do they know that the war has finished? And if that is also the case, is it actually is it nineteen forty five to them, or is it nineteen forty five to us? Because they could still think it's nineteen forty five, but it could be the late fifties, for instance, in our time. You know, because the thing that the woman says is sometimes you'll know that they're here. The uh, what what are they called? They're not they're not called are they called the intruders or something like that aren't they yeah like sometimes you'll know that they're there sometimes you won't notice at all basically so that's just an excuse for like saying sometimes you're going to come across the you're going to haunt the people that live in this house basically sometimes you're not going to we just pass through the same realm and no one notices any difference about anything So, is it 1945 for them as well, or is it 1945 just in general? That's one thing
1: that I'm not sure about. I imagine it's uh, around the same time, or a little bit later.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you don't know how this world works, do you? I mean, like, could she have been dead for, like, seven years before all of a sudden her spirit woke up, or something like that? A
1: lot of times
0: past. Yeah. then then that's the other point as well is like how long has she been dead for because you're saying like you don't know who left that photo album so it means it's probably been left by the previous owners Mm -hmm. in which case how long has Nicole Kidman been living in that house before she died because like if it's still packed up in a room that the other I mean how long have you been living there to not unpack a room, or discover that the uh, previous owners had left stuff behind?
1: Yeah, I imagine I don't know. I imagine this is not very long after they've died, but I, I could be wrong. I mean, this isn't very um, important
0: to the premises.
1: No, just but I, just I, I get your question. I wonder where you were going with it. Yeah. So I don't care if the wall's still on or not. But yeah. But yeah, I did like the um, reveal when they showed the photo of the three. Uh, Housekeeper, Housekeeper yeah. helper's dead in the photograph, That's a bit of a oh my god, scary moment, you know, of the film. Um, yeah, so it was, it was not done nicely. Um, but then
0: they still made it feel like um, they were just the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, part of
1: the yeah, that was the first reveal. The, yeah, there's like uh, that is the second yeah. reveal, which comes later with the uh, the séance. Yeah.
0: So the first reveal makes it seem like. You three are in cahoots with the ghosts that have been haunting us this whole time. Yeah. Uh, like that, yeah. And then you have the second reveal of the seance where you find out that Nicole Kidman and her kids are dead because she shot them. No, she didn't shoot them. them. She smothered them and then shot herself. That's why she keeps going to the shotgun throughout the whole film. She
1: smothered the children. Yeah, there's...
0: there's, there's the there's... pillow. There was another... Uh, oh, what's the word Uh foreshadowing moment in that earlier on wasn't it when she was was it when the little girl was possessed by the the old lady yeah and she starts strangling her or something yeah, like that doesn't right. she yeah so it's like a another foreshadowing of you
1: I mean the old lady is quite creepy looking in the first place isn't she yeah yeah they always had to find like creepy looking people
0: that was the well, that, those were the big scares from the film weren't they the big yeah. Scares was yeah. when the little girl turned into the old lady. I am your daughter, silly. Yeah. And then right towards the end, where you open the, she opens the closet, the yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the two big jump scares using the old.
1: I do like something else earlier in the movie that we didn't mention. That um, seems to be a bit of a horror cliche now. I don't know, but when there's someone talking to someone in the room that isn't alive. Mm-hmm it's like shush, shut up. Whatever his the child's name was, yeah. oh, I'm not going to shut up. <gasps> he spoke. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> there is a ghost in the room. Yeah, that you can't see. Um, I think that has become a little bit of a cliche yeah. now, but uh, it worked though because it was the first proper scare of the movie. I think for yeah. me, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought the ending was executed pretty well. And circling back to the husband, it mm-hmm. all makes sense. Now you know that she smothered the kids. Yeah. So with the pillow. And you you have signs of her erratic behaviour throughout the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Which shows that she is capable of of doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that obviously makes the whole thing with the husband a little bit more clearer. So I, I think we're led to believe that he's obviously died during the war. Um, she's found out She's snapped You know in the whole I must hurt them to protect them Kind of mindset She's killed her children And then Killed herself
1: Do you think he died in the war before she died?
0: I think that's the case
1: yeah. So you don't think it was the other way around?
0: No No, because I I think that this is what I was saying to you when we were watching the film, which is why I found it confusing the first time, but watching it back had a much better understanding for it. He is genuinely shocked to see her. Like, I think he knows he's dead with the whole line of sometimes I bleed. Yeah. Yeah. which is a very weird line just to say, but then when you look at it within the context, it's like, you know, sometimes I, I see myself bleeding and I, I remember what happened and I've been shot on a beach or something like that. But he
1: knows she's dead, right?
0: Yeah, but I think he knows that she's dead because he knows he's dead. So the fact that he can see her and that she can see him makes him realize what's happened. Oh,
1: right, so he he doesn't think that she's dead then until he he sees her.
0: he sees her, yeah. Because I think he said he's been trying to make his way home so that he can haunt his family, basically, so he he can see him. But then when he sees her and she sees him, I think that's when he realises she's dead. And then when he gets back to the house and the same thing with the kids... I think he realises they're all dead and that's why he has that bit of a melancholy and he knows that she killed I don't think he knows that just yet I think he knows that something has gone wrong and something terrible has happened maybe the Germans like killed them or something like that but then he says that his daughter when when he has that after the whole I am your daughter silly she runs off and she talks to him and then, and then he knows what's happened because he says she's told me everything about that night. You know, right. so I think that that's when he realises that what's happened. Then he boinks her. For some reason,
1: she's
0: fit. Yeah, I mean, but he's she's also just murdered your children, so you know, like priorities, you
1: know. How <laughs> can that ghost sex go?
0: It'll ectoplasm all up in there. <laughs> but yeah, but that—that's the point. It's—it's it's a little bit out of place because yeah, you found out she's just murdered your children. Uh, but now, still, I mean, she's still good looking. At, I mean, she's still in the cult, kid, mood, isn't she? You know, like, um, and then and then he off. Now the whole king off bit. Typical man, right? Yeah, right. Hump him, dump him. Yeah. Um I, I don't know. I don't know. This is what I said to you. I don't know whether it's like he has to leave because you kind of have to haunt where you die, if that makes sense. Or yeah, I would have got the impression it was something to do with that as well. Yeah. Or he like wanted to leave because he like was disgusted by her he or was something in the house. Yeah
1: children died in
0: yeah I don't quite know which one of those was the truth I don't know both maybe yeah but yeah that whole scene makes a lot more sense once you know obviously what's been going on and you can tell from his emotions and from his actions he knows he's dead but he doesn't necessarily want to believe that they are I think yeah I, I think, I
1: think yeah. Spot for
0: that, yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying it's just it's just a weird break in the middle of the film because it just resets everything again, which is just a bit weird for my liking. But anyway, yeah. Um, What was the other point? Oh, yes. So, there is one part that is in lightness that you wanted to talk about. The whole, you know, the house is bathed in sunlight.
1: Yeah, well... I think for the mo- I mean, I would say the most part of the film is in the dark because you get the outside scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the stuff outside is foggy anyway, foggy, isn't it? So it's the, uh, So, in its own so life. generally, if if you're not in a if we're not in a house, the house is dark, and then outside is foggy, so it's you don't get a lot of light in this movie. Apart from the one scene where obviously we know the kids are photosensitive mm-hmm. and uh, they don't want the they want darkness, they don't want light. But there's one scene where Nicole Kimmer walks into the room and all the curtains have been torn, torn, torn down. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit of light there. That's a nice little reveal of a uh, nice scare. You see all the... The way they shoot it as well. Uh, Pan around uh, the room. Yeah, the zipping thing. <laughs> yeah, <zipping>, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> way well, they do that's it's pretty good. So it's contrast. You see the a little bit of light in the movie, but it's scary because the curtains...
0: And we obviously find out that... The, these the curtains have been taken down by the owners, you know, the, the owners of the house, the new owners. I think that they're walking around the house. You see this in this scene with the piano as well, yeah. where you once you know the twist, you look at it from the other person's point of view. Like Nicole Kidman's point of view is they, there's this piano in the house. She has no idea where it's come from. She just accepts that it's there. No one can play the piano apparently, but then the piano starts playing. And you find out earlier on in the film, from the little girl, who's been talking to the little boy, who's real,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but she thinks he's a ghost, yeah. that his dad is a musician. So he's obviously brought the piano into the house. He's playing the piano. He is a musician. By
1: Technically he is.
0: Yeah. That's what I said.
1: Because he sang on Vindaloo. Oh, right.
0: It's Keith Allen. Okay. <laughs> and for our non-English listeners
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure all non-English listeners have heard of uh, Vindaloo by Fat Les, right?
0: Uh, yeah
1: yeah. Uh, it, was a, a, it was a song recorded for the I want to say the World Cup 98 uh, by Keith Allen called Vindaloo <laughs> Very poetic it's a song. song It's terrible yeah but yeah. I, I will play it when England games are on Really? Yeah, just to get in the mood, you know. I'd
0: rather play on the ball
1: boy on the ball that's yeah. terrible as well.
0: Yeah, but of but uh, uh
1: yeah, it was um yeah, just a World Cup song for England.
0: And the video took the mick out of the Verve The
1: Verve's uh, Bittersweet Symphony, which was pretty huge at that time, yeah. that video. So that there you go. But anyway. big music star in this video. Yeah. He was also in the video for a New Order's uh World in Motion. Was he really? In 1990, he's yeah. a big football fan. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea fan, I think. Uh, Ugh, yeah, Ugh. but enough for football talk. Yeah, it's we're, a, we're, horror we're, <laughs> a horror podcast. <laughs>
0: Stop trying to calm yourself down. I want you to get all worked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what I was saying. So from that scene you look at it from Nicole Kidman, she hears the piano playing, the door slams, the door opens, blah, 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 it's freaky. But then you think about it from the other guy's point of view and he's sitting there playing the piano and all of a sudden the door opens and he's like, what the hell? And he goes and like, shuts the door or something yeah and then like the piano lid slams shut and he's like oh, the, and then the door opens again and he's so he's got but you think of it oh. from his point of view. So then you think about that these people are living in this house and all of a sudden the curtains just randomly keep closing all the time. So eventually you're gonna be like you and just rip down all of the curtains,
1: aren't you?
0: Yeah, basically yeah because you know the wife's like enough of this, this is ridiculous. Yeah.
1: But, this, um, what is it they chant at the end? This house is ours or something like that. Yeah. This house is ours. Yeah, very ghostly way.
0: Creepy, um, cultish way of chanting it. Um, but yeah, so then you get all the curtains that are ripped down and she blames it on the housekeepers. And then this is when it all starts to kind of come together a little bit more and the housekeepers are like, right, well, enough softly, softly approach. It's time we need to start being a bit more forward with this um letting her
1: know that she's
0: dead but, you know? yeah, i
1: do like that they stopped at the front door instead and of just didn't come through it didn't come through
0: it really looked like they were gonna come through though didn't
1: it yeah it was not they're, they're, they're nice friendly ghosts yeah like, they could have come in but they just stopped at the front door
0: vampires you didn't invite us in so we're not we're not monsters you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit the front door. but it, it watching that scene it looks like they're going to phase through the door, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, I'm meant to think, yeah, it? but then they just so, stop no. at the window, which I don't know if that's more creepy or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's by design, yeah.
0: I can't make up my mind if it would be creepier if they phased through the door or or just I stop in so there and sure look at it.
1: them to go through the door? Yeah. And in fact, they didn't. It's just like, oh.
0: It's jarring. Jarring, yeah. Yeah, so. it's a little bit unnerving.
1: Mm. Just Plus, getting... if they come in, what they would have done, they would have done nothing. Yeah. They would have just talked to her anyway. Yeah. So, they just, they...
0: The fact they kept the barrier there. Yeah, like, yeah. like, we could come in if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah. But we're not. We're not your enemy.
1: And it showed that they were nice in that respect, I guess. Yeah. Even though I mean, they kind of played with it a little bit, they probably should have been more forward with her.
0: But then, so, you know. I guess if you don't know you're dead, and some random people come up to you and keep telling you you're dead you're gonna be like these people are weird and crazy
1: get yeah out. so by the way you're dead and you killed your children I was like
0: fuck get out of my fucking house <laughs> they fucking lunatic get out of my house
1: but then they would have gone through the front door and
0: then I would have thought I'm going crazy I, was, I don't know yeah but yeah I don't know is there a right way to tell someone they're dead
1: again it would have been a very boring movie if, uh, <laughs> right in
0: the beginning <laughs> dead oh okay thanks the end What is it? It's like, um, there's something like modern horror films. um, No, modern films, uh, old films with modern, modern technology. Like Home Alone now wouldn't work. Like, you know, mobile phones. You left me at Home Alone. (laughs) Oh, doll. We'll be right back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true.
0: Yeah. Planes, trains and automobiles, you know, with like, the train, the train line dot com now, you know, you'd never miss a flight or a train in your life anyway yeah but um so yeah that, that's basically that that's the plot that we've basically talked about and, and 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 spoke through so yeah so let's start moving into how you felt watching this so you said when I told you we were watching this you you liked the film so you weren't that bothered was there a twinge of nervousness let's say let's not say fear because I don't I don't get the impression that you were overly scared at any point watching this I think the fact that you've seen it before I mean
1: there were a few scenes I was like oh a bit nervy Mm -hmm. Um, you know the scene in the bedroom when she's talking to the uh, the boy is that the scene where they're both when he's in the he's in the bed he's in the bed and he's like stop it stop it stop stop doing that and she's like he's real I am real or something like that and then the the curtain scene Mm-hmm. And the reveal of the housekeeper being dead—that's three scenes I can think of, mm-hmm. which are pretty scary. So yeah, I mean, yeah, there was a few, few uh, scenes in this movie I, did, I thought were pretty scared. No, nothing that uh, was like you know peeking through my fingers. at yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a scary movie. Yeah. Especially for a first-time viewer of this movie, I think you would be.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, obviously watching it for the first time, if you didn't know all the ins and outs, then, yeah, it would be quite a a, a creepy experience. But like I said, I also think it'll be, you know, a bit odd with with the bit in the middle with the husband. I think that kind of takes you out of the moment a little bit. Um, if you don't know what's going on. Because, I, like I said to you, this is the first time I've seen this film since seeing it way back in 2001, 2002, something like that. So watching it that time, I was like, eh, really confused by all of this bit. But then watching it this time, I had a new understanding and appreciation of it because I knew the twist. It was very much like a, I see so much more little nuances in this now, you know, that I didn't notice before. Perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Do do you think now that you watch the film again though? Knowing I, mean, I I mean it's not as scary. I don't think it this I don't think this film has much replay value. No. Just it, because of the twist.
0: Yeah, it, it's I the, mean coming
1: back to it twenty years later and then watching it again knowing that you know the twist.
0: It it detrived from the factor of the film Mm. certainly knowing that you know all of the little twists and turns that it's going to take so from a horror standpoint of view re-watching it again was not scary for me in the least because Obviously I knew all the things that were, I still jumped obviously because I'm a pansy when it comes to jumping, I'm easy to make jump. That's not a problem, but true fear. yeah. Yeah, from a horror standpoint of view, it was completely detrived. But then I still had that the first time I watched it. I told you the moment I started watching this film, I knew straight away, they're all dead. You know, because of The Sixth Sense, it just, right. okay. you know, and the M. shamalama twists, it just kind of ruined it for me a I little bit. if, like, I saw it
1: originally and like, going in or knowing that it was going to be a twist? Mm-hmm. I think that I was Three just are. programmed at
0: that point to know that there were going to be twists. I just, I it, it felt like the era of the
1: twist. I probably just saw the trailer that 4-4 little. We cool and and see it.
0: yeah I don't know I just feel like it was like the era of the twist personally and but I mean I didn't know for certain obviously because there's still that questioning in your head like yeah. oh maybe they're not I don't know no, 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 they're not really yeah I don't know maybe oh no they are I was right yeah okay <laughs> so you, see so you're watching it questioning it whereas this time I watched it knowing yeah. full well everything I appreciated it from an artistic standpoint of view more then like from a horror point of view, I mean I agree with you, I don't think there's a lot of rewatchability. Like, I'll probably be happy to wait another twenty years before watching this film again. But having said that, this second time around, I appreciated it a lot more than the first time around, I think. I think that yeah, the little the little subtle things that you miss the first time, watching it the second time is a lot better. But it does detract from the fear factor of it for for sure, but I think that's the same with a lot of horror films. So really, isn't it? I mean, once you know what's going to happen, is it really that scary? I don't... Depends how scary the film
1: is. right? Really. I mean, yeah,
0: maybe we need to wait to get <laughs> yeah. to a to get to a film that really scares you. I don't know, but from from what I can tell, I think that once you've seen a film, it kind of calms you down a little bit because. I think a lot of the fear is in the unknown, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course,
0: yeah. And then the aftermath of the unknown as well, you know, like, oh, you got to go to bed by yourself tonight and things like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas once you know I've already seen this film and I survived the next night, there's no worries for this one, you know, which I know is a stupid thing to think because, you know, how much danger are you ever going to be watching a film? But, that's not the way your mind works, is it? Once you're scared, you're on edge, and then every little noise, every little shadow, every little everything is there right to get me kind of thing, aren't they? But I think that once you've gone through that experience once, then you probably... I mean, I imagine it's a lot like being attacked by an animal. Like It's terrifying the first time, but if I've already been attacked by it before, then I know what to do in order to survive.
1: That's a weird way to look
0: at it. I guess. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I'm just trying to associated to something that I would actually be scared of you know like a film doesn't really scare me but being attacked by a bear that would scare me you know yeah uh, yeah, I get what you're talking
1: about Real life is
0: more scary yes I know no I'm not saying it for that reason I'm not trying to but I'm trying to say like the last time I was scared like I said was paranormal activity like and I wasn't scared of the film I was scared of the night you know going to bed by myself afterwards but then Like, if you put me in that situation again, I'd probably be like, I know there's no such thing as ghosts. It's fine. I'll be fine. You know? That's what I was trying to say. But yeah, I don't know. Um, What were your overall thoughts of the film?
1: I I like the film. Um, I think it's a good film. I like the twists a lot. Um, But again, yeah, not a lot of rewatchability. I'd say it probably gets about a six or a seven. Okay, I wasn't asking you for a mark. Well, I'm going to give you one anyway. You um, piece of shit. Yeah, the, I, I, put the, I, put, ugh, I put the twist up high, though. For, yeah. for me, personally, because I don't think you would, but...
0: Uh, I mean, it's, it's a good twist. I think the way they handle it is quite is, is good as well. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I think the problem is, is just I was programmed at that point in time to see every twist coming, so it was just like... Were there
1: a lot of twists other than Sixth Sense at this point?
0: I'm trying to think.
1: Uh... I mean, I don't think Signs have come out yet. Science or The Village come had come out.
0: I don't know. I think The Village might have. I'm not sure. What about... Um, I can't think of the twisty uh, The Bruce Willis film. What was that? Six Sense. No, the other one. <laughs> Is it Invincible? What, what was it? The one where he's a real-life superhero, basically. Oh, um, I'm...
1: Unbreakable. Unbreakable. I, I well, that came out before... Yeah, I think uh, did it even come out four? No, it come out four six cents. Did it? I think six
0: cents was his big breakthrough, wasn't it? Okay,
1: yeah, but yeah, I like that film and I like the twist in that as well. Yeah,
0: but that's what I'm saying. So there was, and it wasn't just horror films or things like that. There there was loads of films with twists in them. Uh, Seven had a twist in it. You know Uh, what else? Uh, The Ring had a twist in it. You know the. It's not about her trying to save her, it's about she wants her, she wants her message spread to loads of other people.
1: But it's a new thing, obviously no, so going back to the 60s and 70s, So twists in films back then.
0: But it just felt like there was a point where every film had to have a twist.
1: Yeah, because it makes
0: sense. An or a surprise villain or something like that, you know, like, oh, you thought I was the good guy, ha ha ha, you fool. You know, like, the, every film seemed to have one at that point. You know that it was just like you were just programmed to. I okay, wasn't the, yeah. what? There is no twist. That's the twist.
1: Well, it's like we've been programmed now to sit down at the end of the movie and stay in seats so for the credits, credits. for every yeah. movie now yeah. because of Marvel. Mm. And even if you're watching, I don't know, even though end of credits, Downton season. Abbey, <laughs> or something like that, you're still going to sit there and watch the credits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I say, Missus Hammersworth, it seems like it's time to. Get it on. <laughs> well you see the, the surprise villain coming up, you know, and everyone's like oh 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 that's Mussolini oh! <laughs> I love his character in the comic books. Um, but yeah but end of credit scenes weren't a new thing it's just now you've been programmed to feel like everything is gonna have an end credit scene yeah. and it was the same thing twists were really a new thing but in that era just everything had a twist you were just waiting you know for, for the twist to come yeah. um, and it was in comedy films it was in dramas it was in action films it was in everything so I think that I was just programmed to see the twist
1: let's twist again
0: like we did last summer yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's what it was but i'm not saying it's a bad twist i think it's a good twist i think they handled it well as well mm,
1: if i had to rank twists in films this <laughs> that's would... gonna
0: be our new podcast <laughs> yes,
1: absolutely i think this one would score high yeah
0: okay so let's start going through some of the things uh, some of the information for this film so um it cost only 17 million dollars to make which I mean, say only 17 million I think most I mean. of, yeah but I think most of yeah. that's going on the Nicole Kidman
1: yeah I mean horror movies in general are pretty um, small budget yeah, yeah yeah and they make a lot
0: so. uh, yeah this made 210 million dollars so a, a smash hit by any uh, stretch of the imagination yeah. very successful film I would say like I said it was nominated for two BAFTAs as well didn't win but it was nominated how many horror films are nominated for BAFTAs or Oscars and things like that you know
1: not many. Mm. I mean, generally, obviously, you get your, your science of lambs and out your exceptions, you know, to yeah, that role. But, but you do know, not every year you get horror movies nominated. Yeah.
0: Uh, the runtime is an hour and forty-one minutes. How did you feel watching this film about the time? Mm. I f- feel like it's a long hour and forty minutes, personally.
1: I didn't think it was that bad. No. No. <sighs>
0: i don't know i think that there's a lot that could be trimmed i'm not sure i i don't know what but it just it did it, it felt long to me like it was on the verge of outstaying its welcome didn't quite reach that point but yeah but, I mean, it's better than, what, like a two-hour film nowadays, really, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I thought it had good length. Yeah. Um,
0: it's rated a 12. Okay. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no violence in it, is there? There's implied violence. Implied violence, violence yeah.
0: I'm, no, I mean, you get sure.
1: Nicole Kidman strangling the kids, don't you? But... Mm, yeah, I think 12 is probably fair. I mean... 12-year-old me would have been scared shitless of this.
0: Yeah,
1: me too. But but 12-year-old other people, maybe not so much. Yeah. Because I wasn't brought up in horror movies, as we've discussed before.
0: Nowadays as well, I don't know, 12-year-olds seem to be a lot older than they seem to be, don't they? Yeah, let's
1: quote
0: that. (laughs) It's ranked uh, 19th overall on IMDb. As of the 4th of July, uh,
1: 2022. What, ho- all, ho- all movies? All horror movies. Oh, all horror movies. I'm going to say all movies, bloody hell. No, all, all horror, horror movies. movies. Okay, a little bit high, maybe.
0: We'll come back to that in a sec. Uh, it's got a score of 7.6 out of 10. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, with a meta score of 74 and 84% on Rotten Tomatoes
1: maybe a little high so but, I, um, I thought these are fair scores I can't disagree too much them.
0: okay so let's let's go back to the ranking of 19th you you think that's a bit too high do you bearing in mind that I think that this not just as a horror film I think that this was a cultural yeah moment as well I think I, I don't know this is why I'm saying to you earlier that I'm Pretty sure. Has this movie? Yeah, yeah, but has
1: this movie lived on in in pop culture in the last twenty years? I don't think so. Compared to say, Six Sense. Twenty
0: years? No, no. I mean, or even Follow Destination. But
1: uh, yeah, like, I don't think this movie is like you know. It saw like saw came back uh, years after this one. Oh, I think those movies are more ingrained in culture than this one is.
0: Is that more just because they have sequels? Possibly. So it keeps it fresh in people's memories. Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't have a sequel. I, and thank God for that, by the way. It's not a film that needs a sequel. Who thinks
1: it needs a sequel? <laughs> and
0: a prequel. Yeah. I want to see her murder her children. <laughs> yes, please. Um yeah i i I mean is that is it because of that that keeps it in people's minds more than i mean for instance over the last 20 years uh fast and furious has become a lot more ingrained in the public memory yeah Yeah. it's not because it's good it's just because Mm -hmm. they make a crap ton of them
1: I would argue the last few moves have been pretty I good. I have not seen the last few. I haven't actually seen anything past... I don't think the I've seen the last the two, first. though. I can't remember. Have you not? No. Okay. I think when... Are we going to talk about Fast Furious, or should I just leave it there? You can brush on it briefly. Well, I think when Rock joined, it got... Um, Dwayne Johnson, obviously. When Dwayne joined for five, it got a shot in the arm. Mm. I mean, that was the first Fast film I've ever seen. Really? And I only went to see it because Dwayne was in it. I really like and I remember being pleasantly surprised at how good it was
0: I liked the first two and the second one wasn't even really that good it's just mainly because the cars were really nice
1: yeah that's probably one reason why I never watched the fast movies I'm not really a petrol head
0: fair enough anyway yeah briefly touched upon it I don't want to focus on that too much but I mean, I, I'm i not disagreeing with you that I think that that's high. I mean, 19th, which means there are only 18 horror movies ever made that are better
1: than this. As you said, though, how many horror movies get nominated for Oscars, BAFTAs, True. get massive critical acclaim? Um, you know, not many. I mean, even people will look back at, you know, the horror movies... Back in D, mm-hmm. it's easy to look back and say they're not, you know, Friday the 13th is not great. Halloween's a bit long, you know. I'm sure there's other movies I can think of with big holes in them, you know.
0: I mean, big hole in the Big film. hole in only film, yeah, of course. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, would I say there are only 18 horror films better than this film? Probably not. Would I say that it deserves to be low down probably not maybe 25 30 maybe for me i don't know but then you're talking about all horror films ever made yeah. I, mean, I mean that's I'd a see lot the ones that are above it yeah um, i mean we'll get to them we'll get to them but i don't I, i'm i'm just trying to yeah ease us in ease us in I I will tell you now that there are some above it that are like really yeah not just questionable very questionable in my opinion um there are a few that are higher than this that I'm like
1: are you sure
0: about that directed
1: by a certain director
0: uh, two of them are yeah Um, but there are others that are like that's not even a horror film what are you on about there is a a certain they're talking they're biting they're aggressively biting they're swimming they're (laughs) they're talking again talking about Jaws yes yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember where that is but I know that one of the films there is above this is a comedy oh a
1: comedy horror
0: it's a comedy horror but it's very heavily in the comedy it section
1: rhymes
0: with Brawn of the Dead it, it does rhyme with Brawn of the Dead yeah <laughs> it, it also also rhymes with Shaun of the Bread Ah. You know, yeah. So no one wants to be shorn of
1: their bread.
0: No, no one wants to be shorn of their bread. Um, but yeah, that is above this, and I think that that's not really a horror film. It
1: but has horror elements.
0: That's just my personal opinion. It
1: has horror elements.
0: Yeah, but would you say it's scarier than this, as a horror genre? No, that's like saying that's like putting this it's film. film but that's like putting this film <laughs> higher up in the comedy. Uh, genre because there's a part of it that's slightly chuckly, uh, you
1: know, I like a film. Yeah. she
0: killed her kids.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, not this film, the, yeah, <laughs> that's of The
0: dead no, is funny, <laughs> <laughs> fun. yes, it's not, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, what was your score again out of ten, please?
1: I'd probably give it a seven,
0: seven out of ten. That's a good score. So the average is uh, seven point six. Yeah,
1: so,
0: so right yeah, now. you're you're around about the same point. I would probably go a little bit lower. I'd probably say six out of ten, maybe something like that. I'm, it's a good film. Don't get me wrong. As an artistic film, I think it's actually very good. Doesn't have a lot of rewatchability though, and I don't think it's particularly scary. But that's just my that's my take on it. So I guess the real question is Tom. Did this film terrify you?
1: I wouldn't go that far, Richard. No. No. How scared were you? Probably about midway. Okay. Five or six.
0: So it's a good good little touchstone then. Okay, good. All right, okay. That's all I have to say, unless you have anything else you would like to say about this film? No. No? Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Tom. I appreciate it.
1: Joining us, Tom. Joining us, Tom,
0: yeah. Me and the audience.
1: Oh right, I see. It's Who else is in this room? There's somebody else here.
0: <laughs> no. I'm not gonna tell him. Stop it, Richard. Stop it. Why? What? He's just he just wants to talk to you, Tom. Stop it. <laughs> he is real. No!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for playing along, I appreciate that. But uh yeah, no, me and the audience. Thank you for joining us, Tom, and letting us into your terrifying world. <laughs>
1: it's terrifying all right
0: (laughs) join us again next time where we will be putting another horror film to the test and seeing if we can terrify tom uh in the meantime thank thank you very much tom
1: thank you very much tom
0: thank you very much for listening and uh sleep tight everyone
1: Hey you, did you like this podcast? Check out Metal Marmite on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. A lot of rich tea entertainment.